Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart on Monday, the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This week's episode of Primates is brought to you by me, Matt Stewart, and my 2020 live comedy show, Monkey House, uh, to the Brisbane Comedy Festival at the Powerhouse from the 10th to the 15th of March. Back home to Melbourne for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the Victoria Hotel from the 26th of March to the 19th of April. You can grab tickets now with the discount code PODCAST and that gets you a real handsome discount via mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. That's mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. Now on with the show. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from Chimpan A to Chimpan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and I'm joined, as always, although I wasn't last week, by the official second banana of the show. It's the host of the Jiminy James gaming show, Evan Munro-Smith. <laughs> Hello! I'm well, sorry, I'm still a bit sick from last week. So yeah. I sound a, bit, uh, uh, a few people did send their best wishes to you. I forgot to pass them on until now. But, oh, uh, <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> That That's why he's not pe- better yet. Oh, my God, Matt. <laughs> I've been hogging all the, the good wishes because <laughs> I've been feeling tip-top. <laughs> and I didn't realise, well, I was actually feeling oh. better than normal. So <laughs> uh, thanks so much for coming back, Evan, crawling no off your deathbed there. And this week on the show, Johnny's back in the monkey house. It's got to be two of our most regular guests from the Sands Pants radio yeah. station. Uh, of podcasting. <laughs> it works. Oh. It's Cass Page and best boy, Adam Carnavale. Lovely to lovely to see. Yeah, uh, uh, I forget. Was there a response that I have to give? Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's it, yes. I'm pretty sure i got to say that every time you say my surname. You've got it in a sort of baffled way. Yeah. Going, yes, yay. <laughs> so you nailed it. Well done. It's great Thank to be you. back. And let me just say, it really feels like a monkey home. Yeah. <laughs> We've made this monkey house a home. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you two would know this better than most, that mm. Evan's favourite primate is the human, in yes. particular Andy from Toy Story. Of course, well. yeah. And he's been really unshakable in this fact. I really thought <laughs> Very we were... stubborn about it. He has been borderline <laughs> stubborn. We've we've seen cracks, though. Well, yeah. Well, there's, yeah. Been, there's been cracks in you've the armour. prodding around his cracks more than anyone. Absolutely. <laughs> 
<laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> and have, have you had any thoughts since your last visit? I have. I know exactly. So... I think I think I'm on I think I'm on to a good streak here a good line because okay. we've established previously that there are elements of Andy specifically uh, uh, that you that you like that you would like to see replicated in a in a primate and I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask you so does the the anthropomor- anthropomorphization does the idea that you have a room in a house help? So, <laughs> uh, the monkeys I'm going to say today, or the 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 are the cheeky little monkeys jumping on the bed from the song. Okay. What do you feel? There were five little monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> One fell off and bumped his head. Okay, I forgot about these guys. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone forgets about the cheeky. Little monkeys jumping on the bed. We should do a show about these. They go to a doctor, and the doctor said, <laughs> They go to the doctor. They yeah. go to the doctor, yeah. How do they do that? They go to the Is doctor. Is it a monkey and the doctor, doctor or a human doctor? It's a. Oh, they don't establish. It's the not song. specified. Right. The song does not say one way or the other. But the doctor said, No more monkeys jumping on the bed. Okay. And oh. yet, they persist. <laughs> Like with so many nursery rhymes or stories of that ilk, sing-songy sort of stories, they persist until there are no monkeys left. Wow. What do we think? Are oh. they dead? They no, they bump their head. They're out for the count. They <laughs> might have a right, concussion. Okay. They don't. K-O. They no longer jump. Okay. I forget exactly how the story ends. <laughs> Brain damage. Presumably, yeah. Well, they can't jump anymore. They're not jumping. Doesn't mean they can't. Paralyzed. See, well, spinal injury. I think I think the implication of the story is that they've learned their lesson because the story when you tell it to a child is is to learn your lesson before you have to bump your head. Oh, oh so it's okay. that consequences are always coming for you. You're yeah. not special. <laughs> it's a song about consequences. So the, right. the monkeys have a room, they have a bed, they see doctors, they okay. <laughs> they learn Does lessons. Does they see a doctor at all? I'm not sure if that's necessarily a factor. Well, I'm just saying they're they're as human as human can be in some ways. <laughs> in some ways, <laughs> these cheeky monkeys. Specific ways, but, but they also have a tail. Yes, yes. so they're human plus. Mm-hmm. If they're, a tail is a good thing. Uh, well, mm. are you, is anyone suggesting you, it's not? How can you add and subtract <laughs> in the same move? That's not how <laughs> maths works. What? Sorry, I also just want to. I want to ask when. When you inquired as to whether Andy goes to the doctors, is going to the doctors a, a, a negative for you? <laughs> Do you? It is for only... me. I don't like going to the doctor at all. <laughs> so I've always been sick for I... all these weeks. Well, you're saying these monkeys are stronger than you, even in some ways. <laughs> well, you hear, you heard it there. He admitted there's <laughs> another <is>. crack. <laughs> is, get out of my cracks. <laughs> <laughs> but is going to the doctor a strength? Is yeah. It? The, to to be brave enough to ask for help yep. and seek mm, medical no, attention. Yep. That's a weakness. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's no, not. No, it's not. You need some nursery rhymes, my friend. <laughs> what are you, a 1950s dad? What's going on? <laughs> Men no. in this family don't get sick, Soldier on. <laughs> oh, I reckon you've got him cornered here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's on the ropes. He's, he's yeah. got his back to the, back to the, the ring. Apart from anything else, you've got five of them, and there's only one Andy. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah. They outnumber he's, Andy. He's struggling to think of something. <laughs> They're in a room. They have a bed. They can't jump anymore. At least Andy can jump still. Andy, it's uh, not part of Andy's. Well, we see him jumping that, at like the beginning of the first movie, but we don't see yeah. him jump again. Maybe yeah. he learned his lesson. Like but if he had an acquired brain injury, that would 
You'd think they would have mentioned that somewhere in the films. Are you referring to any lesson as an acquired brain injury? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> You're really anti-learning. No, well, they bump it. He's coming up with reasons. <laughs> We've stumped him, I think. What? You've got to say something or you'll kill me. This guy... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I... I don't. I, I don't think. I can't explain why, but I'm not sway. Oh. I've I've argued him to a standstill. This is the best we've ever gotten. Yeah. He's got no response. He's normally had a reason why he disagreed, yeah. but not this time There's around. There's no difference between, between Andy from Toy Story and the five little monkeys, cheeky monkeys jumping on the bed. Canonically, no difference. <laughs> But I mean, we. I, I guess because we don't know enough about the monkeys, can they talk? Um, are they uh, intelligent? But didn't they, the little they ones comprehend? Said, the yeah, little they comprehend. Said, oh, and they do go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Isn't so that, that shows what's some that sort of lyric? A five and the little ones, ones said. No, 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 that's a different that's song. The roll over, roll oh, over, and one, that's a different too. song. Sorry. I wonder if the international listeners would be familiar with with the rhyme. Yeah, I, surely. I, I don't know. That's a good question. Did, oh. That could be an Aussie rhyme, maybe. That yeah. one that you're referring to, Matt, five in the bed and the little one said roll over. We don't know they're not monkeys. We don't oh. know. We don't know it's not oh. the same monkey family. They wow. could be the same. It could because <laughs> it seems like the sort of less uh, the sort of thing that might happen as well. Same lesson. Yeah. <laughs> falling off of bed. And they've also yeah. well, that means they've at least learnt the word roll over. Mm. Yes. Maybe even two words. If we're taking this as canon, then we are establishing they can speak and understand speech. Yep. yep. They well, it seems very canonically the same because they both it's both five of them sharing a bed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like the canonically this makes sense. There's no this has fewer holes than the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in my <laughs> opinion. Yes. <laughs> well, Evan, I love getting Evan speechless. It's hard to do. <laughs> He's a real chatty Kathy normally, this- but <laughs> Look, I guess I guess they're similar-ish to Andy from Toy Story, but they still. I I think humans are still better than them. I think just just because they're smart enough to go to the doctor, and maybe say some stuff, it's not enough evidence to to, to overall. I feel like you're humans. also extrapolating a lot from Andy at this point, though. Mm. What do you? I mean, what we see, you know, it's in the films. We see that he talks. Yeah, he wears not, a hat. Not more than Woody. Do we, see any, do we see any evidence of him going to a doctor? Is he brave? No, but he I'm not convinced seem like that's a brave a man. <laughs> <laughs> and he is not brave. <laughs> the monkeys are brave. I don't. Know, I wonder if he ever gets sick. I don't think he does. He definitely doesn't. I mean, I've not seen Toy Story, whatever the most recent one was, four, I think. I've not seen that, but I can almost guarantee Andy's never seen a doctor. I wonder if he's impervious to... Oh, Germs. now you're making now Virus. you're 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 you've got a like a stretch of nothing in your explanation, and you're just putting whatever you <laughs> well, want in there. It's a hypothetical. He's a he's a fictional character. I'll concede to that, but he's not. <laughs> They're all there's fictional nothing, characters. There's, there's nothing to say that he's not uh, immortal or uh, anything. So yeah, same but maybe I, it's just a fact they've left out yeah. of this kids movie <laughs> that the main. Child in it is immortal. Yeah, that just doesn't come up. Well, if they brought it up, it would be really sad that he stopped playing with Woody. Oh yeah, he's a child forever. He just <laughs> no, doesn't well, like he ages. Anymore. He does age. So he does. Yeah, he definitely does age. We see that. Okay. Unless. No, no, no. He, he does age. 
just wondering where you're going with that. Mm. Uh, yeah, so maybe he's been replaced by an older version of himself, potentially. Or, or something. Mm. I I think that's the best I've ever done. Yeah, I'm I excited. You are. Yeah. I think with every attempt, you've You're got very a little creative. Closer. Thank you, Cass. Did you want to jump in? It's harder. It's harder coming after Carnival. <laughs> oh, like my favorite primate. Yeah, d- yeah. Oh, at the moment it is Adam. <laughs> <laughs> after that display, he's top gym. <laughs> How do I compare to Andy? <laughs> wow. Uh, how often do you see a doctor? How often do I see a doctor? Pretty often. I got, I went to a dentist like last week. Really? Did yeah. I'm going to the dentist this week. Hey. hey. Which dentist? <laughs> it used to be the one that was the. I I went there because it was literally underneath my apartment. Um, literally the closest one. It's probably not very good. That's but. fair. I got a one that it works well with my health insurance. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't have health insurance. <laughs> I, <laughs> I barely do. So this week, <laughs> we're talking... I'm health thinking, insurance? Is that what this week was? Star Wars fans are tuning in for the first time. Going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this week, we're talking it's about... It's still part of the Disney universe. Ed, oh, that's true. We were talking about the MCU before. That's basically the Disney... Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Star Wars uniform. Hey, <laughs> go, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, we're talking about The Mandalorian. Uh, hopefully I'm saying that right, which is a show about uh, Star Wars. Yes. And it's also inside Star Wars and um, a, in, an involving Star Wars. Mm. In and around Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. The it, general Star Wars canon. It takes place in between the original trilogy and the most recent trilogy in that the 30-year gap somewhere. Sequel trilogy, I think it is. It's the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy, yes. I think they're called. Right. Yeah. And then what, and the other one's the prequel trilogy. Prequel, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So it happens in that gap, which mm. uh, I probably should be more specific, but it's somewhere in that gap there. Between episode six and seven. Yeah. Thank you. There you Fantastic. Go. It is so genuinely hard to just like to talk about. It's complicated because it jumped around it all jumped over around the place. It jumped around so much yeah. and there were other films and... And then they did that whole reboot of the canon as well. So I'm really excited because when I found out that we were talking about the Mandalorian today, I've seen all of the Mandalorian, but I'm not sure where the primate is oh, great. in the Mandalorian. That was my first question yeah, too. I'm, I'm excited. A lot of listeners are probably wondering the same thing. I can't find the tweet, but someone tweeted it at me and brought my attention to it because I, I watched it all pretty much uh, within a few days. Yeah, I got done though because so the Disney Plus – in Australia, at least, probably mm. everywhere does a, a seven-day free trial, which I uh-huh. took up. Yeah. And and I thought there were only seven episodes in the series because that's what there was uh, when I took up the... Uh, and then two days after my seven mm-hmm. days, things like the final episode came out. So I did, they got me for a month. <sighs> but no, it was fine. I watched the Goofy movie. You know, <laughs> There's a lot of great old Disney films on there. Yeah. Yeah. It paid for itself in the end. <laughs> It's oh. pretty cheap as well. It's only nine bucks or eight bucks, I think. Yeah. But, you know, comparatively, it's fine. Adam and I discovered so there's a whole section of um, Toy Story <laughs> shorts starring Forky, where uh, Forky asks uh. questions, and these are designed for children. It's like Forky asks, "What is art?" <laughs> All of them are like that. Forky asks, "What is friendship?" <laughs> what is love? I'm waiting for what is God, to be honest. <laughs> it's great watching because every episode as well has like a guest star, a different character from the to- toys universe. And it's very fun watching them try to get the biggest name possible that isn't 
the that isn't Buzz Lightyear or Woody because those they presumably cost too much yeah. for yeah. a single five minute short that on Disney sense. Plus. Yeah. It's very funny. So they are they educational fun fun as well? No, they don't. They're just they talk full about, educational. It's no, very they, philosophical. They're not even that. I don't. <laughs> are think. you sure? I don't because they they felt it to me. Oh uh, look, they no, they are philosophical more than they're more than just being like here are facts. They like think about it. But the one about time, <laughs> I was very disappointed in because it was just what is time? Is yeah, that, yeah, what is wow. time? Hey children, that's a tough. They're like, let's ask question. my dinosaur friend, and then the dinosaur's like. Well, the past happened and all my friends have died. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That's dark. He, is, he is made from the thing that he is. Yep. That's insane. <laughs> they do not address it in the episode. Wow. <laughs> he is made from the, the thing, thing that, that he is. is. Yeah, he's or, plastic. He's, he's made of plastic. Plastic is made of oil. Oil is old dinosaurs. Oh, I see. Okay. That's uh, crazy. Whoa. <laughs> is there really a what is love one? Baby yeah, don't hurt me. Yeah, that's I, amazing. I think there is love. Yeah, there's love, time. I'm pretty sure friendship was one. Mm, they I think keep releasing two others. Them. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I, I cannot I cannot find this tweet. Someone I swear someone tweeted me saying you should do the Mandalorian, but I have found a tweet that is basically relevant anyway, <laughs> saying we could do Return of the Jedi. Oh this yeah, this was uh, from Link. Fox a million doesn't <laughs> doesn't sound like a Star Wars type of fan, does he? Much. Mm. Uh, he wrote, uh, "I would like to suggest an episode on Salacious B Crumb from Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. He's a monkey lizard." Oh, Ooh, let's I, get a Google on him. Oh, I so think you, I know. You were, they were in it very yeah. briefly, uh, basically being roasted. Yeah, um, I think I remember them. And they look like oh, a Jim yeah. Henson Muppet. I'm sure yeah. the Star Wars universe is fine. I'm sure between the cantina scene in uh, A New Hope and uh, Java, Java the Hutt's like, palace or whatever from Return of the Jedi, I am so certain someone's dressed as a monkey. Yeah. It, it just seems... Surely. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Course. There's got to be someone there. So according to Looper, this is about the, uh, it says, until now the Kowokian monkey lizard has had just one primary place in live action Star Wars canon as a snickering, semi-malevolent pet of unsavory characters like Jabba the Hutt. They're mischievous, they're obnoxious, they seem well suited for villainy, and they're apparently delicious. Uh, what a great fact. Yeah. <laughs> well, Objectively delicious. Only in, I think it was before this, they were sort of just uh, little villainous sidekicks. But mm. in this, they're in cages being ready to be roasted on a spit. Uh, it goes on to say, immediately after the Mandalorian gets his bounty assignment from the client, he walks through the marketplace of a desolate-looking little town where shamed Imperial officers, stormtroopers, Mandalorian tribes, and probably many other ne'er-do-well types can hide without <laughs> anyone batting an eye stalk. Oh, Whoa. be quiet! <laughs> <laughs> while the town is packed for, uh, while the town is packed, familiar-looking weirdos, I guess packed with. I'm guessing that's meant to be one alien species stands out: the Kowakian monkey lizard. Sucks for him too, because he's being spit roasted while his buddy looks on horrified from a cage. But it's pretty full on. It's a bit of a horrific sight, especially knowing that these animals from the planet Kowak are known to have pretty well developed sense of humour. I was about to say, are they sentient or not? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, so if that's they rough. have a good sense of humour, surely they can yeah, see the merit in be. being roasted. <laughs> the merit in it. I can see the merit in it. 
That's good. Sorry for the delay. <laughs> Talented. <laughs> Talented. It takes a sec. <laughs> Talented court jester or crispy food cart snack? Question mark. While everyone's favorite monkey lizard, Salacious B. Crumb, escaped Jabber's insatiable hunger by having a special talent for being a goofball, these other Kowakian creatures weren't so lucky. God, that's so terrifying to be a court jester because you will be eaten otherwise. Ooh. Yeah, that's no good. What do you choose? <laughs> I'd go court jester. Yeah, I'd go court jester too, yeah. yeah. Being funny is easier than being eaten. That's fair. I think uh, just because uh, I'm a spiteful person by nature, that should have been factored in when you were comparing me to Andy, by the way. <laughs> As a spiteful no, person by nature, I feel like I'd go get eaten and then I'd do... I would like work out a lot before I'm killed so that my meat is stringy and no good. <laughs> yeah. No, um, right before they're about to kill you, eat poison so they die. Oh. oh you get I have to, to eat pick a lot how of, you go and they die. I have to eat a lot of poison though. I've got to eat enough poison. So it depends how many people are going to try and eat me. If 10 people are going to eat me, I need to eat poison for 10 people. Otherwise, it's right. diluted. Right. Mm. Yeah. I gotta get a lot of poison. I mean, I'm not saying I couldn't. I'm crafty. Also, should be factored in. <laughs> <laughs> and poisonous now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the Star Wars dot uh, com website has a page uh, about the Kowakian monkey lizard. Huh. Just a short paragraph here. It says these impish creatures hailing from planet Kowak. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Mm. Uh, please tweet tweet me <laughs> and correct me. Uh, type out how it should be said. <laughs> Uh, they're known for their shrill laughter and sophisticated senses of humour, which probably means that they'd appreciate getting roasted. <laughs> oh! Very good. <laughs> I'm editing out when you said it. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> this is the day you start editing the podcast. <laughs> uh, Kowaki and monkey lizards come in a variety of colours, ranging from browns and yellows to reds and blues. Ooh. They seem to be a favoured pet among denizens of the underworld and retain hilarious names like Salacious B. Crumb and Pick Muck Muck <laughs> and his funnier brother, Pilf. There is no, like, formal set of rules to those names. No. None that connect them. <laughs> no. That's incredible. I like and it's also funny that the Star Wars website calls the names that they've come up with for these fictional characters as hilarious. They've got hilarious <laughs> names. That's some of ours. <laughs> I think we did pretty well. We did pretty well. There's, um, yeah, you, you, you know about naming conventions. Adam in D&D has heaps of naming conventions to go off of. Yes. It's important to keep consistency <laughs> throughout oh, your universe. So that, that's a little that's a little stab at, at Star Wars universe. Yeah. I like as well that we are mocking a lack of reporting. Uh, what's the opposite of bias? Uh, independence. All oh, right. Yeah. A lack of reporting independence in this Star Wars wiki. That's <laughs> yeah. that's great. That's going to presumably feature throughout this episode <laughs> as obviously whoever writes a Star Wars wiki probably likes Star Wars. This wasn't a wiki. This was StarWars.com. Oh. oh. Okay. I've gone well, straight like, to the top. Lack of a, a, a strong bias then is fair enough. If you go into StarWars.com, you can expect them to, you know, zhuzh up the details. Uh, I just I want them to be fair and unbiased. You that's what that's what I'd say is the opposite of bias, unbiased. That's look, hey, accurate. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you three been Star Wars fans? I know Evan, you're a bit of a fan. We went sort and saw of. one of them together, didn't we? Probably Rogue One, maybe. I yeah. fell asleep. <laughs> it was the one that had the great scene towards the end. 
It's so okay. sad if that narrows it down. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the one, well, it felt, I don't know. I, I was very tired. Where did we see it? Uh, the cinemas. Fair. Okay. I think we saw it at maybe at the Jam Factory. All right. I don't remember. Can you name any of the characters? Uh, <laughs> no, but there were, I reckon there was a, like a beautiful bay or something. There was like a nice what, water. This area. really nice scene at the end. What was it? Describe oh, it, it was, um, oh my God, this sounds stupid. I'm going to say Darth Trooper. What? Darth Vader. I didn't realize you were trying to name a character. <laughs> Darth Vader yeah. uh, just like tears up an, uh, like oh, a hallway. Rogue One. Oh, Rogue, was Rogue, was Rogue yeah. One. Okay, I loved yes. Rogue One as well. Apparently it did not do so well review-wise. Yeah, right. But I, I personally loved it. love it that much. But yeah. I remember at the time it seemed like it was split. Now it feels like mm. you see the lists and the big fans often put it down the lower end. Yeah, yeah. But mm. it's, I thought, I, I mean, I did miss half an hour when I was sleeping. Yeah, but you were. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember I thought it was pretty good and that end bit was The sick. parts you were yeah. awake for were pretty yeah. good. I would have have made that end bit longer maybe yeah, yeah. more oh. of it yeah okay i did like rogue one except i was i was sad that the, the main character didn't talk oh. or do anything or seem Jin, to make decisions Jin urson i think her name is i yeah. forget i think the actor did really really well but i was like mm. why why isn't this character doing anything the, the, <laughs> the problem with the the resurgence of it is there's a at least a movie every year and i've seen most of them but they've all Blurred in together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like that with the Marvel films too. Yeah, totally. Same things happened to me with that as well. I saw something on Twitter where someone, and I think I saw it because someone was retweeting and mocking it, but I like it anyway as a little detail. Someone said, oh, uh, you can see the main character, Jen, as the movie progresses, her like uh, her motivation becomes clearer and clearer. And to kind of reflect that, the light that they put her under is more and more direct until ah. she is outside directly like under the sun hmm. completely exposed because now her character understands what she's about right which i That's liked fun. as a detail i love those little details yeah it's nice that you learn on a podcast years later <laughs> i love those details hey can i ask a quick question sure. so wookies and ewoks do we all know what they are first off uh, yeah. From Star Wars? I can picture both of them. Yeah. 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 So like a Chewbacca and an Ewok. Yeah. Are they types of primates? And They've if so... Be, right? You See, I'm wondering because an Ewok could be a type of primate, but I could also see a type of bear with the face. Oh, I've yeah. I've always seen yeah. them both as bears. Yeah. Right. But the body makes me feel like it's a type of primate. Yeah, che- but- Chewbacca feels like a Bigfoot. Yeah. 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 Which falls under yeah, primate. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, Chewbacca definitely, definitely some form of primate, right? Mm. Just because they're humanoid, they're furry humanoids. That's that's a, just about enough for me. Yeah, yeah I, I think well, so. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cask. I want to hear hear you out here. What are you? What are your thoughts there? Well, look the so the Ewoks. They got the little ears. They look like those little bear teddy mm. bear dogs. They yeah. look like teddy bears yes. more than anything which I'm aware isn't super bear-like, but they do seem more like bears. They live in the forest. Mm. Bears can walk on two legs. They can walk on four, but I think I think they're more of bear. Wookiee, hmm. Wookiee also gives me bear dog vibes, and thinking right. of them as a primate for whatever reason is upsetting. I can't <laughs> no explain tail. why that is upsetting. No tail, right? No, no, no. They don't have a tail. No. That would be Neither upsetting. do the bears. Ewoks have tails? No. Nah. Okay. Oh, they have the I little don't... ears thing, though. Ha- I-, I don't know if Ewoks don't have tails, actually. I'm going to quickly... Let's have a look. <laughs> we better check. 
Yeah. I was always a Star Trek guy, so I'm pretty new right. to the Star Wars world. Yeah. When they started making the the, nope. the new films a they few don't. years ago is when I sort of caught up and watched everything. Yes, they do not have tails. They don't have tails? Okay. No, no tails. <laughs> so they're potentially apes. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of makes it a little bit more, because a bear definitely has a tail. Right. Okay. Bears do have Bears tails. Bears don't have tails. Yes, they, they do. Tails. Well, I love that if you Google do Ewoks have tails, you just get a behind shot of an <laughs> Ewok. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, because you think... I think of if if they can speak, that's closer to me to a, a primate. Look at, look at that bear bomb and its tail. <laughs> that yeah. blows my <laughs> tiny Beautiful mind. Little snub tails. Yeah, bears have tails. But you know, because uh, primates can talk. Primates are the only animals that can, mammals that can talk, right? I don't know. Well, we don't. We can't understand if the other ones can. Parrots. Oh, very good point. What about parrots? Well, they're not mammals, but is yeah. The, oh, right. Is what a parrot does. Oh, no, there are instances of it actually being speech. Because I know a parrot parrots yes. a, a person, <laughs> but that's not necessarily speech. That's imitation. Yeah. But there are, no, you're actually right. There are examples like that parrot that asked what color it was. Ah. What? Yeah. It's like the only example we have of an animal asking a some type of question. Like a like a, a deeper, more meaningful question, what colour am I? Rather than something like, I want food, please. So it's like a better understanding it's an instance of comprehension. Yeah, it like understands that it is an entity that is different from us and stuff like that, which is something that even primates struggle with. Like a primate doesn't understand that it has information that we don't and we have information uh, that it doesn't. Right. right. They don't understand a difference of mind. Is or that in- sentience or is that I, different? I, well, sentience is like a line that people will draw in different places. So some people might say that, yeah, if you're not, if you don't, um, if you can't tell the difference between your thoughts and my thoughts, then you're not truly sentient. But I think it's like a, a d- there's a discussion to be had, I think. Well, on the uh, Star Wars fandom, sentience <laughs> is uh, the ability of a species to think intelligently. Jeez, uh, so that's a fuzzy line. Yeah, itself. that yeah. isn't a line. Exactly, yeah. There's and, uh, room for discussion. And the Kowakian monkey lizards are semi-sentient. Oh. What? So they can tell jokes, but they Intelligent can't jokes. take them. <laughs> See, actually, I kind of understand what they're saying. They're semi-sentient because there are like some breeds of dog that are more playful than other breeds of dog that like to play tricks, even. Oh, okay. Like, I know one of my favorite breeds of dog, the Shiba Inu, is a very mischievous type of dog. (laughs) Yes. Which is incredibly cute to say. But also, like, because I I, I would describe a dog as semi-sentient. Right. Yeah. So it was... We've gone off on such a weird tangent. <laughs> no, we're what we're is... talking about the Kowakian monkey lizard. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of on track. Ooh, They're my... capable of using blasters, apparently. So, yeah, can't sentient. teach a dog how to use a gun. <laughs> yeah, te- oh, you probably well, could. <laughs> tool use is a big sign of sentience. All we're saying is it is wrong to eat these creatures. Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe. I, I would say definitely. If but you I... handed me some of that creature's meat, I would be more happy to eat person than that. Wow. What about a cow? Is a cow semi Yeah, I don't care about a cow. So. Okay. <laughs> there's too many of them. Get rid of them. Cows can't use blasters. Like. Beautiful yeah. big heads. You know, there are. there's heaps of them because we eat them, though. <laughs> there's heaps of what? Oh, cows. cows. Yeah. You're not solving the problem. No, I'm not That's making... not like everyone you eat, there's I one am less net cow negative cow. <laughs> You're net Other negative cow. Other people are net positive cows. Wait, does that mean you've... you've 
Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> that means I've taken more cows out of this world than I have put cows into this world. Okay, then. right. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, do you a cow a breeder or a cow like? A, if I were a cow breeder, I'd be net positive, probably. Right. Unless I was a bad cow breeder, <laughs> you'd have to be pretty bad. Yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> It's a few people who are really greatly net positive cows okay. that we need to stop before I can become vegetarian. <laughs> Should we talk a bit about what the Mandalorian is? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. I think um, people who want to watch it probably maybe go watch it and then listen to this. We'll I imagine be here. We'll be here. We'll be here waiting for you. <laughs> and it's good. It's, I reckon it's worth watching. It is. It's so I lovely. really enjoyed it too. It's maybe yeah. one of my favourite Star Wars things I've seen. Mm. Yeah, me too. Even mm. though, I mean, that's mainly because all the rest is blurred into one thing and this <laughs> one I saw recently so it still stands alone. Um, so this is the IMDb storyline in brief. Mm-hmm. After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order, which comes out in the... In episode seven. Seven, right. Mm -hmm. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So it's it's in very um, brief summation. But I've got this article on CNET that goes into a bit more uh, detail. If you want to get into that. So it's an eight-part series. Mm-hmm. It's all out now, so you can jump on the free trial. Very, yes. very Smash sh- it out in the yeah, free trial. Short, bite-sized episodes. The episodes are only half an hour long. Yeah. It, it, the first first episode's like an hour, but everything else is like half an hour, easy to digest. Very it's easy to watch, yeah. Yeah. It's, I love the music. I love everything oh, about yeah. it. It yeah. looks great. It's so, a cowboy show. It's a cowboy yeah. show. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so, Signac, uh, first asks, who's in it? Uh, Pedro Pascal, best known for playing... Oberon Martell and Game of Thrones. The Viper? That. Right, yeah. That's why I look familiar. That's why you look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you only, yeah, well, this is a spoiler. You see his face briefly right in the last episode. <laughs> uh, because he never, because the Mandalorian never takes off their helmet. Yeah, because right? yes. that is the way. He also yes. plays the villain, the antagonist in the Equalizer 2. Oh, which is a, <laughs> which is a fun little thing. No, it's a no, what's uh, that? Uh, 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 Denzel Washington. Oh, what, what am I thinking of? What's the Schwarzenegger? Something like the Exploder or the Terminator. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, well, I did forget Darth Vader before, so yeah. it's possible. Um, there's an, uh, the Eraser is what I was thinking. Ah, oh, the Eraser, yes, right. yes. I'm not. I, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I don't know who's in that other than Schwarzenegger. Uh, so. Pedro Pascal is the bounty hunter behind the helmet. He's mm. a lone Mandalorian gunfighter operating in the outer reaches of the galaxy. Without knowing who was playing him, I thought for a long time... Oh, I've forgotten the fucking name. <laughs> That's not helpful. That's okay. It's a theme for today's episode. <laughs> he, oh, my God. Um, he's got a real cool, interesting name. Because I don't edit, I'm not going to chase that one down. But... Um, <laughs> Have you? Have any of you seen The Good Place? Up yeah. to up to date. I I'm not up to date, but I have seen bits of it. Not fully up to date. Right. I don't mind about spoilers though. But so there was a in a recent episode. There was a a sort of a cameo in it from a Oliphant. Timothy, T- Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Oh, right. he, yeah. he sounds so much like Timothy Oliphant to oh, me. Oh yeah, I'd pay that. And that I thought right. I thought it was him, but it turns out it was not. It was Pedro Pascal. Do they not put his name in the credits? Ah uh, yeah, but I mean I'm not. The credits, <laughs> like the, the they're episode, not hanging around a read. They go for like five minutes. 
What do I look He's like? He's the lead actor. Wouldn't he be first? Probably. <laughs> Did I want to know? I and the music's the good, though. The mu- music's yeah. really good. Oh, you can just sit there and listen to the music. Yeah. You don't have to read any of the names. I really like, just on the topic of the credits, I really like those, like, uh, storyboard-esque type yes. slides that yeah. they have yeah. at the end. Yeah. Those are really good. Yeah, they're very cool. Yeah. Uh, Big fan. Yeah. Every, it just, it's a great looking series. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's made by the man who did the new Jungle Book and the new... Jungle uh, Favreau. Yeah, yeah. Favreau. Yeah. I... Also known as Lucky from Iron Man 2 <laughs> and probably 1. Yep. <laughs> um, I think he's yeah, a, I think so. I really like John Favreau. <laughs> yeah, John Favreau's great. Um, good on him. But... But man, a couple of those uh, remakes. Yeah. Did he do the Lion? Then you like He did the Lion King. He did the yeah. Lion King. <laughs> did you do? Evan he hated do it. We talked about it on this show. He hated it. Oh really? Yeah. Well, of he course you ju- wouldn't. Oh no, there was a real human boy. Why didn't you like it? <laughs> 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 Not animated human boy. No, I get it now. Wait, I there understand. was no human boy in the Lion King. You're talking Jungle Book. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, Jungle Better, Book. Better, but also bad. Um, <laughs> He also did that one. Well, Lion King, no oh, human yeah, voice, animated or otherwise. Of course, yeah. you hate that one. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it just was pointless. I, <laughs> not because there's no boys in it, which is a weird thing. Pointless to... and boilless mean the same to Evan. <laughs> I just mean it's pointless. Keep digging. Re, re, <laughs> there's gold there re, somewhere. <laughs> recreating something that was already good, and they, I think they, I think it lot, lost a lot. Uh, you're not the, saying the story is pointless. You're saying remaking it was yes. pointless. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The original Lion King was great. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think it got a lot worse. With I think it's a rights thing, aren't they? Doing all of those because like the rights for those movies oh, are coming is that up. It? I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I've heard that. I didn't realize that. I just thought it was so they could make millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> Which they did. Imagine that they're like, oh no, we got to remake these things and make huge profits. <laughs> yeah, I, Fuck. I think they're doing it because the yeah the property rights are coming up. So if they don't do anything with right. it, then they lose them. Right, like Sony and Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I think it's like seventy five years or something. I think they're looking at extending it. Uh, they've dropped it. it. It used to be 75 years but then everyone, like Disney copped so much flack because it was literally called the Disney <coughs> law or whatever. So when it that law came up for renewal, Disney just didn't say anything because they knew if they did, right. people were going to tear them apart. Uh, so it's been dropped back to 50 maybe? Right. I'm not sure though. So they can extend everything again. So they can they own could. more for longer, keep making millions of dollars. So if it is 50 years, then the Lion King didn't need to be done for quite a while. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm unsure. Right. All of this has a big asterisk next to it, and that asterisk leads to a, a, a note at the bottom of the page that says, Adam has done literally no research. <laughs> please do not tweet at me. Or if you must tweet at me, please tweet at uh, all dogs are dead. Great. My, my definitely my Twitter handle <laughs> and not Jackson's Twitter handle. Perfect. <laughs> Cop that, Jackson. <laughs> hey, teach you for not being here. Yeah, it Good will. Good thing you weren't necessarily invited to but still <laughs> you could have the way how good is the cast i love the cast so much yeah. carl, oh, carl yeah. weathers one of the other yes. main characters he's sort of the one dishing out the bounties wait maybe do one of you want to have a crack at just giving a broad overview of what this show is so he's he's a bounty hunter yes he's a mandalorian the mandalorians uh it was a, a planet it, and but and it's also sort of a religion. Yeah, yeah. it's more of a religion. He's, it's like he's, a way he of refers life. to it as a religion. Yeah, at one kind stage. of it is. It yeah. seems like he's saying that to for ease of use, but you know, in practicality, it They're, is. I I would describe them as kind of like knights almost, yeah. where they've got like a set of ideals and rules for how they 
they operate. Like the uh, way. Yeah, the way, which yeah. they call the way. Which yeah, like at one point, he he uh, the Mandalorian rescues a. Baby Yoda, one of the most popular characters ever yes. on screen or otherwise. And uh, and he's speaking with like another member of his order and she says, well, now you've got to look after the baby because you've claimed responsibility of it. It is your responsibility until you find its family or until it comes of age. Yeah, right. Mm. right so this CNET article, which I'll link to, has a paragraph or a section called What's a Mandalorian? So that feels relevant here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mandalorians are humans from the Outer Rim world of Mandalore. It's Moon Concordia and the planet Kalevla, <laughs> whose story was largely told in the Clone Wars and Rebels. Their world went through major political upheaval during the Clone Wars and early days of the Galactic Empire's rule. But many of the clans united under the rule of Bo-Katan cries after she took control of the dark saber the <laughs> this is going to sound like gibberish to anyone like me who doesn't know what it's talking I about I think this is gibberish to everyone in the room right okay, now okay great yeah i haven't seen the clone wars so i'm not sure the yeah. black bladed weapon was created more than a thousand years earlier by tare vizsla the first mandalorian to join the jedi order and became a symbol of leadership it also showed up in the mandalorian season 1 finale uh, you probably associate mm. bounty hunters Boba Fett and Jango Fett with the term but because they wear the cool armor, yeah. but yeah. they aren't true Mandalorians. Jango once claimed to be uh, from Concord Dawn, a Mandalorian world, but the government considers him and by extension his clone son Boba to be pretenders. Huh. Mm. So so the, the Mandalorian from the show, The Mandalorian, um, he, but he is a bounty hunter. He's he is. a bounty yes. hunter. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to make sense of this. So they're, they're from a planet. The uh, there are limited numbers, right? In the, in this series, like yep. they're living underground. There's not many left. It's I think kind of comp- yeah. It's kind of complicated because I think <laughs> the Mandalorian from the show Mandalorian wasn't actually born on Mandalore. My my understanding, yeah. and I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but my understanding is that the the Mandalorians uh, did used to come from Mandalore, but now that Mandalore is kind of gone, they accept new people into the order on a very like selective basis. Right, like Baby Yoda, if he came of age underneath uh, underneath the Mandalorian, he could choose to also be a Mandalorian. Right. Is my understanding. Right. Yeah, and they call them foundlings. foundlings. Yes. yes, I too was once a foundling. Yeah. <laughs> because it, yeah, sorry, go on. Oh, no, that was just something he said a, a couple yeah. times. And then they, they're sort of every time. So some of the bounties, is the bounty what you get? No, the bounty. The bounty is the is the target. The reward is what you get. The, yeah, the, the reward, reward is, is the technically bounty. what they get. Yeah, but the people use that interchangeably. So you can so use it interchangeably. His reward for collecting um, these uh, targets, living targets, uh, mm. are these little metal plates, and that's the payment. And then he takes it to his sort of. Mandalorian boss, and she turns it into armor. It was specifically those Imperials at the beginning that he meets that are paying those metal tablets. Most people, I think, would pay with just money. Right. Yeah. Those metal tablets are just like a really sought-after resource. Right. They uh, they make really powerful armor. And that guy, that Imperial guy, is Werner Herzog. Yes. Yeah. How good is he? So He's great. So good. good. Have you heard all the stories about him with Baby Yoda? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Cass loves <laughs> this story. This. I'm going to let her tell it. <laughs> So between, so, okay, 
He's an established actor. He's done so much. He's talented. And between takes, because the baby Yoda, occasionally they use CGI when they have to, but it's a puppet. Yeah. And he would interact with baby Yoda between takes. Just talk to it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 Didn't he cry the first time they showed it or something like that? Oh, I think so. I like, think, yeah, a story I've heard is the first time he saw the puppet, he thought it was so beautiful, he cried. It's pretty, it's cute. Yeah. And it's a good puppet. Like, it it works well. Like I love little stories about that, like Star Wars. Like, for example, did you know that Ewan McGregor, during the, uh, during the prequel series, when they were doing lightsaber fights, he would make his own lightsaber noises. And, <laughs> and um, uh, George Lucas had to be brought on set to tell him to stop and that they would be ed- adding the sounds in post. That's crazy. It is hilarious. Who, who was that? Ewan McGregor. Oh, uh, that's that that can't Obi-Wan. be real. Yeah. <laughs> that can't. Is that real? That's a story I've heard. Oh, amazing. I've, I've I love it. I've seen people as well, like when you play fighting or whatever, you just end up making the noises and you have mm. to be like stop <laughs> uh, I'll, here's a review maybe I'll go through this just to give us a bit of uh, something to hold on to here I'm feeling like <laughs> I've, I've lost control of the episode just because I um, <laughs> I don't I realise as I'm talking about it I'm, I'm not super qualified to talk about Star Wars well I, I have a thing I have a thing okay uh, Yoda is known as like when it, in all the lore and everything, Yoda is known as the unknown race. They don't know what Yoda is. Right. So the discovery mm. of Baby Yoda is like, oh, ah. another. Or I don't know if right. people know about Yoda in the first place. Yeah. And yeah, and the, the thing is, Baby Yoda. That's good. What is Baby Yoda's real name? The child or something? They, they don't. Can, they never name. Uh, never name. Baby yeah. Yoda. yeah. And then. But it can't be Yoda because the timelines don't yeah. match. No, no, because yeah, it's it it's a baby, but it's also fifty years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're yep. a real slow aging. I believe species. when Yoda died, he was like nine hundred. Right. Yeah, they, they it's hmm. a long lived race. Bloody hell! Yeah, I know. Uh, so this is a review of the series by Eric Kane uh, for Forbes dot com. I'm a big fan of the new Star Wars trilogy and of the two new standalone films, Rogue One and Solo, but my favourite new Star Wars since The Return of the Jedi isn't something you'll see in theatres. Ooh. Ooh. wonder what it could be. <laughs> I see why Forbes.com's hiring. <laughs> the Mandalorian, Disney's new live-action Star Wars TV show, debuted or debuted with the release of Disney+. Plus. Please, com- you could have said Nabood. <laughs> that, is a, that is then a Star Wars pun. Oh, damn it. Yeah. That I would have, I would have understood <laughs> and enjoyed. <laughs> what does it mean? It's a planet. Great. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Just double checking. <laughs> uh, the company's new and still pretty bad streaming service. Oh, little backhander there. <laughs> it's eight it's relatively right. short episodes mean that the total runtime for the first season is about two movies or so long. This means that our helmeted protagonist, Mando, that's what they, they call him, which I like. But it, it, for a while, I thought they all recognized him. But it mm. turns out I think they just call any Mandalorian Mando. Is that, is that th- how you read it? It might be. I think so. That was my understanding because there are so few of them left and they live underground. And everyone, whenever they're like, oh, Amando, like, what are yeah. you doing? And he'll never give his name anyway. Right. Yeah. Did they say that only one goes out at a time? They do imply something like that, yeah. Yeah. Early on they say something like that. Yeah. They they've got to because of their secrecy, they can only like very sparsely come up oh, up so, to the surface. So you think that maybe to everyone on up top they almost think that's all the same person. Maybe. Even though cuz some of their their armors are uh, vary a fair bit. 
Yeah. Like the kind of the head priest or whatever d- down below, she's got like 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 wild oh, cat yeah. sort of. She's mad. Details. I love her armor. Yeah, it's sick. Mm. That scene where she's fighting with like the hammer and tongs yeah. in the last yeah. episode. Awesome oh scene. my god. That's almost as good as that scene from Rogue One where uh <laughs> Darth Trooper Yeah, <laughs> where Darth Trooper cuts Goes through down all that those hallway. uh those uh rebel vaders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, so back to the review. (laughs) This means that our helmeted protagonist, Mando, gets more screen time than most Star Wars characters and certainly more than Boba Fett, the bounty hunter that inspired all of this. And it's just terrific. (laughs) (laughs) The story takes place after the return of the Jedi and the fall of the Empire, but still long before The Force Awakens and the uh, the rise of the First Order. That's something, yeah, I guess we realise that the, um, the bad guys from the movies are kind of down and out. They've yeah. kind of been forced underground. Um, we're in no man's land between the two trilogies, once filled with extended universe books and lore, now left hollowed out after Disney acquired Lucasfilm. Interestingly, The Mandalorian ties into the animated Clone Wars TV show in some big and surprising ways. People love Clone Wars as well. I probably yeah. should go back mm. and watch it. Yeah, it's a bit I've of a darling. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't know why I never really did. It sort of felt because it was it's not live action, it feels mm. like it's not a real part of it, but it sounds like it is that's all I think it's all so, canon, right? canon. yeah. But also it came off the trilogy that people didn't like. Right. Yeah, so true. for me it was like, oh, this feels like you know, not only is it the trilogy that people don't like, but it's the, some animated thing yeah. that probably isn't as good. But I but from what I've heard, it's much better. I've yeah. seen a little bit of it, and I quite like. It's got like like how The Mandalorian is kind of like a cowboy, old cowboy TV show. The Rebel, the Clone Wars TV series is also similar like that. It's got that like serialized sort of nature to it where they've got the the announcer uh, will our heroes be able to get out of this one that yeah. sort of thing it's really good I liked that from the few episodes I've seen ah cool yeah um, back into this review it, al- it also does an incredible job at capturing that special something that made the original trilogy so great I think J.J. Abrams also does this to some extent in the new trilogy, but Favreau and Dave Filoni do it better here, despite the lack of Skywalkers and Jedi, or perhaps because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, shade. (laughs) They're not working with a clean slate exactly, but they're able to tread new ground while still tipping their hats to what makes Star Wars feel like Star Wars. Sometimes it's in the nitty-gritty, the small details that compose each scene or the little references and in-jokes. We see Kowakian monkey lizards on the planet Navarro. Yeah. Hey! Which may, which is my favourite part of the series. <laughs> of course. Uh, is that the reviewer saying that? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if he, I'd probably... They're just I, terrific. I'd stop reading this <laughs> review there and then. Uh, just the rest like, of the review is just about <laughs> the monkey lizards. Just like uh, Jabba the Hutt's pet slashes B. Crumb. One is being roasted on a spit while the other looks on, forlorn in its cage. No mad cackle here. 
Not when you're about to become someone's dinner. Jesus. Jeez, I think we've gone over that scene enough. It's yeah, about it's three morbid. seconds. <laughs> three seconds of tape and no we've good. talked about it four different times. Uh, there are red-eyed Jawas, uh, thuggish Twi'leks. Twi'leks. Twi'leks, thank yeah. you, thank God. Uh, and <laughs> scout troopers who couldn't hit a can with a blaster if they tried. That's in the last episode. It's good. Yeah. so good. good. Yeah, that seems That's amazing. A, I think that is a Taika Waititi um, episode. Yeah, that is. And it just feels pure... Comedy, it's, it's so it's good. good. But comedy, like, that makes sense of... Yeah. It's not like making fun of the series. It's inside. It's kind the of... Series. Yeah. They're laughing along with themselves, almost. Yeah. yeah. Where they've got that... Yeah, that scene where the troopers are, like, trying to message in, being like, can we speak to someone? And they're like, oh, the big boss is here, but he just shot a bunch of people to make a point. <laughs> yeah. Which is something I... In the previous episode when they did that, I was like, why are they... <laughs> oh, it's to set up a joke, essentially, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. all is forgiven. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it is because it, it's basically it's a little insight into this conversation where you'd never see. Like, yeah, yeah. In any other movie that we're not seeing them chat yeah. to each other, do small talk, and it's. I think what they're getting at with this review is what they're saying is maybe it's better without the Skywalkers and Jedi's and stuff because it it just doesn't have the baggage that yeah the, the, absolutely the films yeah. have, mm. so it can do a smaller story and have a bit more fun with it, I guess, without. I just can't imagine trying to make one of the ma- major Star Wars films and trying to make a good film of it mm. and and please everybody. Like it's yeah. just yeah. it's so huge that it just feels impossible. Yeah. Whereas if you do something little like this, like a side story, you can you just got a lot more leeway to kind of do what you want uh, and have more fun with it. It feels more inclusive because even though they pack it full of things that are like references to, I think they've got a reference to the original, like the the prequel trilogy in there even. They've got all these little references started without, but if you are going in blind, you will still enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, totally, yeah. All you'll get out of it is extra Easter eggs if you've seen the thing. You'll only enjoy it more. It doesn't diminish your enjoyment of it in any way if you haven't seen it. Totally, because I, I would say, even though I have seen most of the movies, mm. uh, apart from the brand new one, I still sort of, I felt like I probably missed some things. I probably missed oh, a heap yeah. of, so much a there. Heap of like, things. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it. Um, I, I feel like I enjoyed this more than any other Star Wars I've watched. Yeah. yeah. And I liked that it was episodic, and I think that's exactly what you're talking about, Evan. There's just no baggage. Yeah. Because <laughs> every single episode, if you didn't really know what was going on the episode before, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to have a fun time? Yes. Want a- <laughs> heist episode. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. I what it was a great episode. episode. So good. Oh, you enjoyed that one. That was the one with Bill Burr? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there were all these characters introduced that we you don't mm. see again. Yeah, characters introduced for the episode, then like their arcs are all completed by the end of the episode. I enjoyed that one somewhat, but I think it was one of my least favorite yeah, ones right. somehow. But, oh yeah, um, but yeah, it's cool seeing uh, the new characters in there and the heist and stuff. Yeah, some of it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Some of those ones it feels like oh, this weird side story that didn't matter. It felt like it was. Uh, superfluous. Yeah, well, yeah. I su- <laughs> Not a lot of Baby Yoda, that's why. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably all it was, yeah. I, yeah. I will admit, like, whenever they would start an episode and then he'd be like, well, I'm going to go put the baby on the ship, I'm like, oh, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I want the puppet. Whenever I would see it, because I, wa- I watched The Mandalorian, like, later, after it was released. <coughs> Sorry. Um, And I saw all the memes of Baby Yoda and I was like, meh. <laughs> yeah, I was the same. I, I yeah. um, didn't watch it for a few weeks. I'd heard great things. Mm. I think I just had other shows that I was watching. I'm re-watching Buffy. <sighs> I didn't have time. 
uh, and then after a few weeks, I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. Disney Plus, let's let's do it. Um, let's watch through it. I didn't watch until all eight episodes had come out. And, and then we just binged over mm. a couple of days. On the free trial? Uh, no, but on my friend's account. It's hey. <laughs> hey. a free trial. Yeah, it is, it's free. It's just, yeah. Um, the freest of trials. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unlimited free trial. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying there? Oh, Baby Yoda. Yes, Baby Yoda. I, the episode started because I had a friend who was like, you have to watch it. And I was like, is Baby Yoda that good? And they were like, I can't comprehend. There's no way for me to describe to you how good Baby Yoda is. And I was like, okay, that is a weird thing for you to say to me. And then I started watching it and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And every... Every second I'm watching it, little baby Yoda's like crawling behind and just like, sir, please pick up your son. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he's so small. <laughs> Anytime someone picks up baby Yoda and looks at him, oh my God, yeah. that's that's me done. The high, Yeah, I felt the same with the highest episode. The highest episode started and they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll put the baby on the ship. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> get back on the ship. I did get angry at the highest episode for that. Right, well, that makes sense. <laughs> I think of- I was with you there. Almost as an apology, though, they have that great scene where the robot is searching the ship for Baby Yoda. <gasps> That's cute. Yeah. When he looks at his hand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that robot, obviously. I love it more as the series yeah. goes on. But. That robot was played by um, Moss from the IT crowd, right? Oh, Richard, I yeah. 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 Or voiced by, I should say. But yeah. He... That character's great, especially... Yeah, like, I absolutely. I loved when it was introduced as just a kill bot. Yeah. And then, um, oh, are you thinking of oh, the bounty thinking, bot at the beginning? I'm, they introduce a second oh, robot in the heist episode specifically. There's oh, another robot. Yeah. So... I'm you, forgetting... Oh, yes, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one IG-11 that, is Taika Waititi. Right, uh, both of those great... Those. Oh, yeah. Both great robots. Amazing yeah. robot characters. It's great, it's great. They do a really good job of, in Star Wars generally of creating robots with personalities. Yeah. Yes. Because so many, obviously, robot characters don't have that um, without being like Data from Star Trek, which is basically a person with all yeah. the f- facial features and stuff of a yeah. person. Like, it can, it's fully expressive. Um, it's great that they have robots like uh, BB-8 and mm. still, like, which doesn't have a face or anything, or R2-D2 and, you know, like a C-3PO and stuff. But, they yeah, they're good at creating robots mm. with, with personality I guess it's just in the way they move and, and getting great voice actors as well. Yeah. There's like a, Richard Iwata and uh, I don't know if anyone here has seen the most the episode nine, the most recent Star Wars movie, but there's I have. a uh, the the <laughs> robot they introduced in that one, which is kinda cute, is just like a little he's on a little roller thing, he's got like a little swivel head. Yeah. And he doesn't like being touched. So if you try to touch him, he rolls back and he says, No, thank you. Yeah. That was <laughs> it's really very cute. cute. Yeah. It was one of the few things I liked about that film. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. Look, hey, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, right. I've Jesus divisive yeah. this film. I've heard Which someone is part of the reason why I don't want to see it. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be involved in this. <laughs> I have heard that someone say that Star Wars is the most beloved and the most hated <laughs> yeah. series by of the in- same yeah. people <laughs> at the same time which is very accurate so funny you know the the killbot guy yeah mm. who i really like mm. uh i maybe my favorite character in the whole thing is the guy who re uh re trained <gasps> his brain yes what's that yes. the guy says oh yeah i've spoken yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i forget Love his that name as well 
So oh. that that was pretty heartbreaking at the end. Yeah, oh my God. that's so sad. Oh, spoilers if you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's it. Worn up the top. Someone spoiled that for me. Oh. I was like, I watched a couple of episodes and then went to like, oh, was it a New Year's Eve party? And um, I was talking to Ben Russell, mm. uh, and he's like, oh, he dies. Like, what? Oh, all right. Oh, he says oh, he does. Spoiler. Oh, yeah, Ben. Then, yeah. It's sometimes I don't. I can't. I can't tell if Ben's a good person I, or a bad person. I can't <laughs> tell. And I'm putting this in the bad person column. Yeah, that was a shame um, because that was quite yeah an, an important emotional beat towards the end of the series. Yeah, but it was. Mm, oh my anyway. god, that's so outwardly mean. I've spoiled things by accident for people. I've had people spoil things by accident for me, but that was. I don't think it was like a malicious, like, to, he meant to spoil it. I well, think. the way you tell it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like he well, was, yeah. He words it in a way where he is giving you new information and he's aware of his giving you new well, information. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if he knew where we were up to, I think, was... But then so. why would he say, oh, he dies? Well, yeah, I, he was careless. <laughs> it, yeah. But, uh, Evan, he's a bad friend. At I the think very least, cut him off. Maybe. At <laughs> no the very more least, careless. Yeah. At the very least, a careless friend. But yeah. They, they can be fun, so... You're not fun at a New Year's party. No, no, no. <laughs> when you're halfway through a series. When you're halfway through yeah. a series or at a New Year's party, you don't want you don't want them going off. You don't want them blowing the streamer at five. You blow it <laughs> at Happy New Year. <laughs> um, so we're, <laughs> thank you for for anyway. Please, <laughs> we've gone off. We went off a tangent. Then I just looking at where we got up to in this review. We went off on a tangent from when um, the scout troopers had the conversation about. Not being able to shoot. Yeah. That feels like an hour ago. Um, <laughs> so it continues on. The remnants of the Empire are a disheveled bunch. Stormtroopers in dirty armor, slovenly and demoralized. Uh, there is almost no sign of the New Republic out here in the Outer Rim, the wild west of a galaxy long, long ago and far, far away. The Mandalorian is a space western for the most part. It's a Sergio Leone homage. I believe that is correct. Uh, from the music to the motifs. It's also an interesting blend of serial and procedural storytelling. While there's an overarching story overarching story that ties all the episodes together, about half of the first season unfolds more like a procedural drama with self-contained adventures or misadventures <laughs> playing oh. out in each episode. It starts off as a serial, becomes a procedural, and then returns to the serial format for the final two episodes. You don't see this kind of thing very often these days. Most tentpole dramas and even many comedies are serials these days, which I'm largely okay with. Oh. <laughs> I like... Why don't you elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> I like big, elaborate stories that grow from episode to episode, season to season. But I like this show's format too. Okay. <laughs> so, Liking things great. is cool. No, I'm about that. <laughs> this just became an opinion piece. Yeah, like, no, Very is. definitely. Uh, it reminds me a bit of The X-Files, actually. It feels like he's 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 not he hasn't typed this out. He's talked this down yeah. the line to someone. <laughs> he's dictating and written every it, yeah. word. Uh, <laughs> Dictated but not read. <laughs> indeed, the shifting format led to the season's biggest backlash, as the critics and fans found themselves wondering if the story would ever go anywhere, or if Mando would simply hop from one planet to the next, facing a new threat each week. I actually really like the format. Yeah. Maybe because it reminds me so much of the X Files. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen much of the X Files. Uh, but I like this format. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, this is a good ad for the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should check out the X-Files. I think I like this format for the most part too. I did say that one, sometimes it feels like in a whole episode was po- like a pointless or boilless, uh, superfluous sort of <laughs> side story, but 
if they're done well enough, it's fun. I just yeah, I thought the yeah. heist episode yeah. like it's self-contained and was. I, I've really enjoyed it as an episode, even if it's not you know forging through the the main plot line. I they usually oh, no, yeah. please. Well, they usually have like a little bit of something. Like I think he I th- maybe it was the heist episode where he was like, "I need money." Right. So then yeah. at the end, they're like, okay, now we can continue yes, on with this. And there then, was a motivation. And there was like a bit of thing where he had met this old friend that he used to work with, and maybe they weren't friends, and then ended up betraying them. So you get a sense of where he's going, and he puts more emphasis on his future than his past. Yeah, oh, it's, ca- it's character really building, nice. character development. But they, it all comes together at the end. And I, yeah, definitely got annoyed halfway through. I'm like, where is your <laughs> <Right>. baby, <laughs> sir? You are a father now. You're making now. me feel <laughs> anxious. <laughs> you're not showing me where your son Can is. Can we get screen and screen with a little yes. baby Yoda? <laughs> screen and screen, show him sleeping. I just, the puppet is so well made. I love looking at it. I think they've done such a good job with it. And I think maybe as well because... It's a puppet. There's that sense inside me that one day I could hold it. <laughs> <laughs> one day you could. Maybe they'll say. Well, there's a lot of so, merchandise. Uh, they'll yeah. have to sell you. Uh, no, I want the. I want to hold the actual baby Yoda, the one that um, Warner cried at, <laughs> <laughs> wept before. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of obsession with making everything about like this big grant, or with the conversations about the Mandalorian specifically. Everyone seems obsessed with rushing to the end. Which, like, why? <laughs> it's the journey that makes it interesting. Give me a hundred episodes where yep. it's just like a single, uh, just the A plot of a series and the the main plot, sorry, just the A plot of the episode and the main plot of the series is in the background. Mm. I, that's fine. I don't mind that. And I think it is as well because he sort of grabs Baby Yoda and is like, well, I can't let them kill this. And then... He doesn't have a plan after that, so everywhere he goes is pretty much him just trying to, you know, stay afloat, keep making money, mm. do what he needs to, and then that's just like a little thing in the background, like, oh, well, you need to, you need to feed feed the child. You need to, um, <laughs> someone's coming to kill him, and he's like, oh, this is still an issue. It is one of those things where he makes a choice, his life continues, his life gets interrupted because of the choice he made, and then he has to keep going. But it also makes you, because it is so episodic and you get these little bits of like continuing story, whenever there is something that ties into the major story, you get really excited for it. Right. Yeah, that is that, and that is that classic sort of cowboy tale of the, the man with no name or whatever, the classic mm. Clint Eastwood movies where it's just a guy rolls into town, he's got sort of maybe grey morals, but ultimately he's a good person, sold the town's problem and he keeps going. That is the the episode where he did sort of he solved yeah. the towns, but that was maybe my favorite episode. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah it was, it was really a great episode. It was like a forest planet, mm. and they they Get were raided. Or they were getting raided, yeah. and then they basically helped them defend themselves. Mm. Although it does kind of feel like it's like a, a band aid. You know, you've defeated them. <laughs> it's not like well, no bad people will ever come back now. They did have a whole thing. It, look, it was a very short spans of time, but they did teach them how to build traps and how to fight. That's yeah. true, yes. Yeah. They did, and, yeah, it was basically a how-to-fish sort of scenario. Yeah, education is always Which they were, they were a fishing the... community, so they should appreciate that analogy. <laughs> they should. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other person stayed there. The other bounty hunter stayed there. Yeah, she was the cool. Yeah. Trooper, yeah, she was great. Yeah. She was real cool. And then she came in again at the end of yeah. the series. That's a fun character. Yeah. Uh, so back to the review, it says... Uh, what he likes um, uh, comparing to other series. What made it work so well was the fact that both formats were intertwined, unlike, say, Law and Order, which is a procedural <laughs> crime drama with no big story to tie, tie it all together. 
or Game of Thrones, which was strictly serial with no Monster of the Week episodes to give you a break from all that drama. The more, the more he talks about it, I'm like, yeah, this is great. It's a great <laughs> mishmash of those two styles for True. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a novel format, and I'm glad the showrunners went in that direction. It allowed us to visit cool new planets and revisit old ones like Tatooine. Oh, when do they go to Tatooine? And is that Luke Skywalker's planet? No. Oh, oh. wait. Oh, God. Oh, no. Sorry. Tatooine, I think it is. I think yeah. it is, yeah. Oh, it's God. the dusty... One. Yeah, the, uh, the desert planet or whatever, yeah. Um, Tatooine, yeah, 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 I think it is. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, Alderaan, sorry. Alder- I was uh, I was like, wait, is that the one they blow up? They blow up Alderaan. Right. Yeah, no, Tatooine is where Luke Skywalker's, Skywalker's from. He says, and because this isn't tied to the Skywalker saga, we were able to see the universe from a wholly new perspective and, and introduce cool, new, and incredibly important characters and revelations to the story of Star Wars more broadly. I won't spoil these for you. I mean, we've already done that. <laughs> he's he's more considerate, but has a lot of the same thoughts as us. We'd be friends with this person. He didn't give a spoiler warning at the front. We did. Yes, yeah. we did. Oh, yeah. we're, we're just as good, if not better. We're all considerate. He says, you've probably already been spoiled with regards to the series Breakout Star, a certain I child. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and suffice to say that this character is perhaps the cutest, most adorable character on TV, period. For a show about a badass bounty hunter taking down all the roughest, meanest foes in the galaxy can throw at him, this show sure is cute. (laughs) It's actually a great juxtaposition. Not quite a buddy cop story, but close enough. A bit like Logan, I suppose. (laughs) With the rough and tumble Wolverine and his young ward, Laura. No, I see that. It's got that, like, theme of he is a protector slash parent of this baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, to read, to understand this review, you've got to have watched so many series and movies yeah. beforehand <laughs> to get all the references. The first season of The Mandalorian is an exciting, visually sumptuous adventure Ooh. through the dirtier, less glorified corridors of the Star Wars universe. It captures the feel of Star Wars perfectly without ever having a lightsaber duel. That's interesting. Mm. Well, actually, don't they, they say at some point, because Baby Yoda shows that it has the force... Yeah. And it saves his ass at some point. A yeah. couple yeah. times, yeah. A couple times. And then and he's never seen it and no one sort of knows what it even is. And then someone says, Oh, we've heard of a story yeah. of yeah, some other yeah. corner of the galaxy. They've got that yeah, they do that in episode four as well, where Han Solo where they're talking about the force and Han Solo's like, what are you talking about? Force doesn't exist, which is kind of cool as like an idea where it's like, oh, the They've got this magic or whatever, but it's kind of obscure. Not many people know about it. Very few people remember Jedi's. And then they made episode one, two, and three. And you're like, how? How do you? That was like 20 years ago. How do you not? Right. (laughs) How are you you not aware of what happened? (laughs) Uh, Midichlorians. (laughs) Beyond just the excellent storytelling and cinematography and special effects, the rest of the production is stellar. Pedro Pascal and his stunt doubles do an excellent job in the lead role as the titular Mandalorian titular, one of my favourite words. <laughs> that was what he wrote there. I'm just... <laughs> He's not one for words, and when he does speak, it's always a soft Eastwood-esque growl. Not quite as growly as Henry Cavill's Geralt in The Witcher. <laughs> He's, okay. not, he's not incorrect. Yeah. <clears throat> but in the same vein, the strong, silent type. Mando is, if anything, less chatty. He also never takes off his helmet, so a great deal of emotion and reaction has to be conveyed without facial expressions. It's quite remarkable. That's an, It's sort of like what you're saying about the mm. robots. He's had to do a similar thing. Yeah. He's a full person without ever seeing his face. Mm. Yeah. It's, I think it's really nice that 
whenever they, I mean, it's obviously shot really, really beautifully in Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really talented in the slight movements that people do. Yeah. You know, it sort of is telling, but whenever they have a shot of just his mask and because you get to know the character well enough, you can guess and you can, like, fill in the blanks about what yeah. he's feeling with his movements and stuff. But I always catch myself just looking at a person being like, oh, and then being like, that's just a... I'm not looking at anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, yeah, it is interesting how they, like, yeah. you, your brain does a lot of the work. I yeah. believe yeah. that's uh, often his little cinematic uh, uh, knowledge bomb that I'm about to drop, but I believe that's called the Kuleshov effect, oh. where, uh, and you can do the exact same thing with just uh, a blank face, but if you cut between someone with no expression, just looking forward, and then to another shot, you can make it seem like that person has a specific emotion. Right. There's a, yeah, like a really famous, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 the famous th- uh, thriller director. Tim Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tim Oliphant. No, um, Something Something Presents. He did Psycho. What's his name? Hey, what is he? What's his thing? Psycho, um, Rear Window. Oh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, Hitchcock. Oh. yeah, Alfred Hitchcock did like a famous example of it where he filmed himself with like a blank, no expression. And then he did one where it was like a like a, a wounded soldier back to him, wounded soldier. And you're like, oh, he has these emotions. And then he does the exact same expression and they cut to like a voyeuristic view of someone bathing back to him, view of someone bathing. And you're like, oh, no, different emotions sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the so magic of cinema. That is the Kuleshov effect. Kuleshov, that's a great na- word yeah. or it name. It is Kuleshov. Kuleshov. They also <laughs> do a lot with music, which obviously helps oh, a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Too. Uh, well, that's the next paragraph. Talks a bit about this. But first it says, the rest of the cast is also terrific. There are guest appearances from Nick Nolte, Taika Watiti, and many others. Gina Carino as Cara June and Carl Weathers as Grief Karga. <laughs> 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 I didn't know his name. <laughs> Grief Carter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they are, it's uh, both both fantastic in their their respective roles, which I would agree. And Werner Herzog puts in an especially creepy performance as the mysterious client. So good, Werner. And it's Herzog. got Gus Fring from yeah. Breaking Bad at the end. Yes. Yeah, a pleasant surprise. He's so good. So many good characters and actors. Uh, it also says the original score also deserves a great deal of praise, composed by Black Panther composer Ludwig Goranson. <laughs> I still have the theme song in my head. It captures both Star Wars and classic Western soundtracks perfectly. Yeah, mm. It's so good that you never really need that, that famous Star Wars theme at all. It's, 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 if it's, it's its very own thing and works perfectly for the show. Absolutely. Um I don't know how much... This is uh, longer than I realised. <laughs> and Cass has got places to be. Let me... F- should I just fly... There's just a two more pages. Please. Do you want me to push through yeah, it? Yeah, No, go. let's go, let's go. Uh, I'm one of those rare Star Wars fans who likes the new trilogy as well as Rogue One and Solo. I like both The Last Jedi, the Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. That is rare. In my head, it was like you like one or the other. Uh, and that's... I think he's one of the first people I've seen who likes both. Mm. Uh, I was thrilled when the air uh, when the Air Force when the Force Awakens <laughs> came out. It's funny. Most Star Wars fans seem to like some of these, but never all of them. But here I am, living proof that it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> this all person right. is great. Big, ne- yeah, uh, uh, puffing yourself up for not a lot of reason there. <laughs> 
I did not like the prequel movies, though there were bits and pieces of them that I enjoyed. And I think that Ewan McGregor was perfect as Obi-Wan Kenobi and can't wait for his show to come out on Disney+. Plus. I still wish they'd remake the prequels entirely. However, though, I know it won't happen. And if they can't release the original trilogy in its original format, I wish they'd change the fixes George Lucas made and put in modern CGI tweaks and practical effects instead of the super dated ones he added in one of those most absurd decisions a filmmaker has ever made. <laughs> Truly, the changes to the original's trilogy are a disgrace. Jeez. All right. He, um, I think it was it was like, I think he needed to put that paragraph in because he was really going, I'm cool, I like everything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. but honestly, don't worry. I'm, an, I'm a nitpicky <laughs> Star Wars fan like got, you as well. I got just as much problems as the next man. But yeah, they, they're all problems that... A lot of people have, aren't they? With yeah, the, I think everyone yeah, is I think so, negative yeah. about the changes that George Lucas made retroactively. Mm. He's almost as stubborn as you are about Andy from Toy Story, Evan. <laughs> leaving him in, I reckon. Uh, he says, but look at me now, getting all distracted, going off on a tangent. <laughs> he's self-aware. You've, I mean, but also he's written this. Edit yeah. it out if you... Oh, yeah. No editing. <laughs> it's, it's his rule. I, I he dictates. Guy. Uh, Stream of consciousness. My point is that as a big fan of all the modern Star Wars films, I enjoyed The Mandalorian even more. More than Rogue One, more than the new Skywalker trilogy, more than Solo, which, by the way, is criminally underrated. I also also really liked Solo. Yeah, I, I saw it on, yeah. a, it was okay. on a plane. It had moments, yeah. I've never... Everyone bags it out or says it's just it's dull or whatever, but I, it was a real good plane movie, which is the <laughs> highest praise, I imagine. But uh, It's a terrific show and well worth a Disney Plus subscription. Oh, now we get to it. Ugh. He's probably been paid off by Walt, I reckon. <laughs> oh, Walt no. himself. Yep. Snap frozen. Yeah. Uh, sub- uh, worth a subscription, even if you cancel right after the- until season two comes out. Oh, that's something else. They, they have approved a season two. That's uh, very yes. good. I'm very excited. Uh, I've spoken with people who weren't impressed, but I but all I can think is that they have terrible taste and useless opinions. <gasps> Wow. Then brackets, just kidding, sort of. Oh, he was just kidding. Shots fired. (laughs) What's what's this person's name? Uh, What's this with a handle? Eric (laughs) Kane. Kane with a C? With a K. And with an I? Uh, yes. <laughs> I should before that a word I should have just spelled it out. E R I K K A I N. Oh my god, he was awarded well, he was nominated for the Shorty Award for the Best Journalist. Good on him. Yeah. Huh. I like him. Uh mainly because he fully agrees with all my opinions. Um <laughs> Let's find his Twitter handle, and if you have any problems with today's episode, feel free to tweet him at <laughs> yeah. It's at Eric Kane. And now we've gone through the spelling. Yeah. No C's in this name. If you're like, <laughs> oh, um, I'm mad at uh, uh, mad at your decision to stick with Andy as your favorite primate. If you're mad at my inaccuracies, if you're mad at, well, I couldn't imagine what anyone else would be mad at because you two have been perfect this episode. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> he says, I loved uh, just about every minute of the first season and cannot wait for season two. Not all episodes were as good and some were better than others. I think you just said the same thing twice there. That's just <laughs> how it goes. I don't expect to love every episode just as much, but there was such great variety from one to the next that I was always entertained. Yeah. Fully agree with that. Here's the thing. 
I've watched each episode of this show more than once. Some I've watched four times. Wow. <gasps> I've never done that, at least in short order like this, with any other show. I've rewatched shows, but usually months or years later. Sometimes I'll rewatch something because it's a, a little confusing and I need to, but with this show, I just want to. I could marathon the whole season again right now. That's how much I love this show. Score 10 out of 10 lightsaber wielding Wookiees wasting wampers. Uh, let me know what your thoughts on the Mandalorian <laughs> debut series is on Twitter, which you've just given his handle. Hell yeah. <laughs> big fan of Eric. I, I'm a big this... fan of that Eric too. I love yeah. that review. He's super mm. positive. He doesn't mind having a bit of fun. He wants he wants you to be invited into his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that's funny because I was reading that out for the first time <laughs> as well. It seems like, oh, yeah, he's picked out a review that matches his opinions. No, that was just full luck. Um and Generally, I think people like this show. Yeah, like it's been really well received. Yeah, I think overall positive. There's been a yeah. couple of people who have been like, "I don't like it," but uh, but you know, <laughs> as, as he says, it's just who it's got bad taste. Terrible got bad opinions. Taste. Yeah, of course, useless taste. opinions. Useless yeah. opinions. boyless. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe that's time for us to all give a score. He gave it ten out of ten bananas in a way. Um, yeah, yeah. How many bananas do you give it, Cass? Ooh. Is that the number? <laughs> the scoring system is nebulous on this yeah. show. I'm actually going to give it... Which is a planet from the Star Wars universe. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Nebulous. No, you're thinking of Naboo. Oh. <laughs> it's start a with nebulous. <laughs> nebulous. I reckon, I reckon I'll, give it, I'll give it five bananas because even in the moments that I was being like, gah, I was only ever wanting more. Right. You know, yep. and not in a bad way. I'm not like nothing's happening. I'm like more of the happening should yep. be happening. Give me a screen insert of Baby Yoda. <laughs> we, I want to see the puppet move. <laughs> Everyone did a really good job and I could hold it one day. <laughs> and I think one of the things that made it real cute was that it was around like a like a robe that was right up to its neck, right? So it just yes. made it look real yeah. chunky. Oh, and every <laughs> now and cute. then you got, you got a snippet of because, again, they put so much effort into the puppet. They did a really good job. Every now and then they'd pick it up and you notice they'd even made it little feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that that's impressive to you, that this multi-million dollar series made feet on the main character. I think yeah, so. but the, someone, They could have just wrapped it up, I guess. But you know it's a person who's worked really hard at yeah. making puppets and animatronics their whole life and then they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, I mean, the real impressive thing is beneath the robe, it's got genitals and everything. So. <laughs> oh, no. No, and they knew no one would ever see him. But <laughs> it's their passion. 50-year-old Yoda balls. Uh, apologies for that <laughs> I feel a deep and instant regret Stick um, by it I wrote So you're saying 5 out of 5? Five? 5 out of 5 Ready to eat Done bananas Wow that, I think that might be the best score you've given on the show It is Yeah Fantastic I'm going to give it a, a big whole bunch of bananas with not a single one missing because every time I try to pick one, peel it and eat it, it bangs into the helmet and I can't eat it, so I have to put it back. Okay. Yeah. But are they bruised then? Uh, n- no, they're not bruised because I, I'm a gentle eater. Okay. Yeah. They um, approach slowly. My tongue comes out experimentally to look for the tip of the banana to help guide it in like a tugboat and a big boat into dock. But then as banana and tongue each touch the opposite sides of the helmet, I realize my error. I must finish, uh, put the banana back where I found it and apologize to whoever's bowl of bananas this is. I have peeled one of your bananas, but I cannot eat it because the way prevents me from taking off my helmet. Uh, Does that satisfy your question? <laughs> uh, 
Is this a good school? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, all of the bananas are here. <laughs> okay, great, all right. That seems like by default. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get to them. No. Uh, that is the way. No, I'm going to agree. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't think I could fault it. Yeah. We, I mean, we didn't talk about how it finished, but in case anyone... Uh, I, I enjoyed how it finished. I enjoyed all of it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's, it's uh, also not so common that you enjoy something like this, and then it finishes well too. Yeah, nearly never. It's hard to endings end are so well. hard. Yeah, the better a series is, the harder that it is to finish. Yeah, to find a satisfactory conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah, and I think as well because um, with series, because you always want to move on, you want to toe that line of doing the same thing that was good, but also doing something new so you don't get bored. And I don't think in series I've ever come to the end in the same way where they're like, okay, we got to now go find his family. And I'm like, oh, actually, I actually care yeah. about this story, but I know because he's a bounty hunter and he needs to keep making money and keep his child yeah. fed. Yeah. They're going to keep doing bounty stuff. Yeah. To be fair with the ending stuff, I think people typically hate the end end rather than the season end. Right. So I think I think the yes, instances true. of a season ending fine are higher than like a series ending. Yeah, fine. that's true. But I mean, this when they finished it, there was no guarantee this was going to go on. So very in a true. self-contained season, uh, I would have been very satisfied. So yeah, they, they was, rolled the dice with season yeah. two. If that was the end end, it, it would have been mm. a yeah. fine ending. I don't mean to knock it, though. I did absolutely love it. Mm. Much like the OC. Great season one ending. Loved it. Everything <laughs> wrapped up beautifully. It was from there that they hit trouble. <laughs> mm, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> sorry to go all uh, Eric Kane on you there. After <laughs> reference another series. Did you? Sorry, Evan. I think I cut you off mid-banana. Uh, I'm, well, uh, five out of five. Five out of five. Plump all ripe right. bananas. Plump. Oh. Yeah. Chody bananas. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, <laughs> more regret. More regret. I don't edit. Uh, and I will say seven out of seven bananas. Well, I think that's definitely never happened that we've all given yeah. a serious. Yeah, that's a hundred percent all round. Perfect. It doesn't oh, matter wow. how many bananas you're talking. That's a hundred percent. I think I might have just diminished my uh, the validity of my score with my praise of OC season one, but uh, for some listeners, <laughs> Your credibility's might be out, gone. <laughs> it's out the window. <laughs> Uh, we normally also talk about how much we see of ourselves in the on-screen primate as a percentage because Andy Matthews' first guest told us that 98% of our DNA is shared with chimps. Mm-hmm. Did you see much of yourselves in the lizard, the, the Kowaki and oh, yeah, the lizard right. monkey? Okay, so the Kowaki and lizard monkey. So one of my favourite things about Star Wars is this um, video by, I think it's pronounced Neil Cicerega. Um, it's this guy, he's an internet artist, he does very funny things. He made a video called Guide to the Races of Star Wars where he played a... Like he sort of put on a bit more of a snivelly voice and was George Lucas fan one and I'm going to guide you through the races of Star Wars. But he got all the names a bit wrong um, and then sometimes hilariously wrong. He calls it Star Warms at one stage. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen, but he refers to the Kowakian uh, lizard monkeys as capuchin hackafucker. <laughs> And I think instead of looking every time it's you like you send the video, I was like, oh my god, capuchin hackerfucker. Capuchin hackerfucker. So I, that would make it more relevant to this show, just for it, the, the capuchin. Yeah. It did, and I think that yes, I'm gonna say 98. 98. Wow. Capuchin wow. hackerfucker. <laughs> That's a lot. I see the only part of myself I see in this creature is that it appreciates good humor. Yeah. I am not <laughs> semi sentient. I'm basically not sentient. I uh, have never been held at the mercy of Java the Hutt. I have never been roasted alive. Did I say that one? Was that the first one no. I said? No, I think I you forget. missed that one. Uh, anyway, uh, I have never been roasted alive. 
and I've never snickered while watching another one of my species be roasted alive. So I'm really only seeing the humor. So yeah. I'm giving it a humor out of 100%. Okay. Yeah. So Whatever percentage 26. of me is humor. Like it's 70% water, right? So what percentage? <laughs> Less than 30%, presumably. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm at least 1% not humor or water, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 1% spite. Yeah. Was so, that what you mentioned oh, before? that's right, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, part spite, cra- part craftiness. So it's got to be <laughs> maximum 27%. 27, maximum. okay. All right. But at minimum one. Okay. I see some so of myself. So it's a good range yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see much of myself in this guy. Uh, <laughs> like... Uh, wow, you really brought up a really detailed illustration. 20%? Are you kidding? 20%. Your tails are identical. <laughs> Do we know who designed it? It looks so much to me like something from Craggle Rock or whatever. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, it could, well, like. It's got was, a bit of a Hensian look. Yeah, didn't yeah. Henson work on some of the puppets? Or is, am I I'm making not, that I'm up? I'm not sure. I think in the Star Wars, the film's. Uh, it's maybe the Jim Henson company. Yeah, I thought it was. Well, this is where the, this character was first seen. It sounds like in uh, right. So maybe Return it is. of the Jedi. Also, is anyone else doing puppets? Are all puppets Jim Henson because <laughs> yeah. that's what puppets look like? Maybe, maybe. that's it. Um, but I don't think they did like Baby Yoda and stuff. Oh, right. As far as I know. I'm not uh, sure if... No. So while Jim Henson and his company were not officially involved in the Star Wars films, the Yoda puppet was built with the help of veteran Henson designers such as Wendy Froud, who later came uh, later became the center of Jim Henson's creature workshop. Oh, so okay. it's that's that's baby Yoda or actual Yoda? Uh, that's the I assume original yeah, Yoda. Right. That's in it. Yeah, that is interesting because it, it, like so many puppeteers would have learnt yeah. or been inspired by. So mm. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I think I I would say I'm also equally pretty low, somewhere between 1% and 27%. Um, <laughs> now it's time to thank a few of our Patreon supporters, which you can be one of if you go to patreon.com slash do go on pod. Link in the description. And one of the many rewards is you get a shout out on this show. Uh, so, and I, I've just got a new batch of um, people to... Ooh. I got through all the ones from a few months ago. So I said, oh, send in new um, shout-out things. Mm. And I said they could it could be about a primate, their favourite one, a fact, or anything. So <laughs> okay. curious to see what comes out of this. Harvey Wiseman, thank you so much, Harvey, writes, I think I've already said Spider Monkey from Spy Kids 2 in a previous shout-out. So I'll go with Mutt from Indiana Jones 4 when he swings through the jungle with the monkeys in a really weird scene. <laughs> That's his oh, favorite, yeah. favorite oh, I should have thought of that one as well. Uh, uh, he said, also, could you introduce me as the podcast king? My mention <laughs> on this podcast is also is what prompted Andy Matthews to coin the name on the Two in the Think Tank. So thanks. <laughs> All right, uh, podcasting, thanks so much for your support. Uh, Kieran Donahue writes, my primate-related fact is banana grams is better than Scrabble. Fact. <laughs> Also, Bananagrams. mouse lemurs. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. I've played Bananagrams. Yeah. I think it's like where Never there's letters in a banana case. Yeah, you get them in a oh. banana case. I and forget. they're probably yellow. Oh, like anagrams. It's, yeah. I think yeah. it's an American name. Bananagrams. Right. Because uh, it's anagrams. Ba- bananagrams. So it yeah. doesn't really work. work. It does not. You can just Unless play it with- Unless we said anagrams, which we do. Anagrams. <laughs> <laughs> you can just play it with a, the, um, what's dice for letters? Tiles, tiles from Scrabble. Yeah. Right. It's you know, very easy to play. You can kind of set it up letters. wherever. <laughs> uh, but he's also said mouse lemurs are pretty cool. I don't know if I know mouse lemurs, although I feel like I can picture them. 
They look kind of like Salacious B. Crumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Kieran. Uh, David Aranda writes, Hey, Matt Nevin. My favorite primate is Go the Gorilla, mascot of the Phoenix Suns. As you know, he was mentioned on an episode uh, on episode one of this show. Bloody hell. Great memory, David. I remember wow. he was mentioned early. Oh, Evan's just pulled up some pictures of the mouse, mouse lemur. lemur. Yeah, they're pretty they, cute. They're yeah. very cute. Yeah, they look cute. like, like possums. Possum-y. Yeah, yeah. they've got a possum look to them. It's, look- it's f- fascinating that possums and lemurs are totally separate species. Yeah. Like lemurs have more in common with monkeys, I guess, than they are. Holy they shit. are so small. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Finger size. Oh my god. They're they're the size yeah. of a mouse. That's cute as shit. Uh great suggestion, Kieran. And thank you so much. Yeah, go the gorilla from the Phoenix Sun. Fantastic suggestion, David Aranda. And finally, Chandler Jamison writes, this is my first suggestion. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Lion Tamarind. So he's got exclamation marks at the end of his sentence. Oh, right. Uh, I yes. got that. I got that. Yeah. They are bright orange balls of fluff. <laughs> Plus, how good is the idea that the Lion Tamarind might somehow get mixed in with a real lion? <laughs> then they compete in a roar off with the Lion Tamarind and it wins. <laughs> That is a imagine. That, fun. that does sound fun. <laughs> imagine a lion tamarind winning a raw competition with a real lion. Do they roar? Oh, you got to assume. Yeah, oh, got to assume. It's in the name, basically. Yeah, it is in the name. It's okay. right there. Okay. Uh, so that brings us to the end of the episode. Please Ooh. review us. Oh, they are beautiful. A beautiful yeah, beast. we're looking at lion tamarinds right now. You've got a beautiful <laughs> liony mane. Yeah, I and can almost. Roar. Yeah, you can almost hear the roaring yeah. in the image yeah. as the lion roars. Uh, <laughs> Please review us. Give us five stars. I'll read it out. We don't have time to today, but I'll read a bunch out next week, I reckon. Where can people find you two? Mostly screaming in the streets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you listen hard enough <laughs> and follow your heart, yeah. you'll find us you'll arguing. You'll find us eventually. Uh, otherwise, you can hit us <laughs> up at Sans Pants Radio on Twitter or Instagram or at DN. D N D, so D the letter N D. Yeah, I messed that up. <laughs> Not Ampazan. D N D is for nerds. Just one. D N D is for nerds. As I just said it, then that is the full one. No Ampazan. The letter N. D and D is for nerds. I know Twitter a lot of you out there are trying to put ampersands in, but there yeah. are no ampersands. You can't put an ampersand on Twitter. No, not yeah. n- not in handles or hashtags. Um, yeah. A special character stops it. Yeah. So D and D is for nerds is the podcast we both do. You can find other podcasts we're both on on sanspantsradio.com. Um, I'm at Cass Cass Page on all the socials. Adam I'm, isn't. I'm, I, no, I very rarely <laughs> am at Cass Cass Page on a social. I am at Retro Archetype. You'll have to Google how those words are spelt. Just combine them together. That's me. <laughs> I think I think there'll be links to at least some of those things sure, in the yeah. show notes, including your yeah, Cascas Cass page and retro archetype. Because I know that I wouldn't be able to spell that. Um, <laughs> I have trouble know. sometimes. Evan, they can find you at gamingame.com? Yeah, so we're on break. But I'll, um, I'm going to be better soon. Have, does that mean you've deleted all previous <laughs> episodes or can they still? No, no, you can still. They're all still up there. 80-odd episodes. Are you um, sure? Are you on, sure, really? Yeah, no, they're still they're yeah, I thought you deleted them. Uh, <laughs> I hope I didn't accidentally delete them all. Um, yeah, on, on YouTube.com, uh, search for Gamey Gamey Game. Um, and we'll be back in February, Feb 2nd. The awesome. show's coming back for a new season. That's great. Uh, and we'll be back here next week. I'm trying to uh, do a bunch of big things. A big, big movies and te- sort of the bigger blockbuster shows yeah. yep. coming up is the aim at the moment. Hell I've yeah! Gone through a lot of small things over the <laughs> recent months. 
Um, uh, so if you have any suggestions in, in that respect, put them down below. I'm trying to get a time where Andy Matthews can come in and do Indiana Jones and yeah. other big movies like that we're going to try and start getting through. Um, so if you have any of those sort of suggestions, give them to me by the link in the show notes. Uh, you can find us at Primates Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Evan, Adam, Cass. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast... Hey, how are you going today? You look nice. It's been lovely to meet you. My name's Adam. I'm going to keep talking until you hit stop. <laughs> podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style